Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers. I have no idea how creativity works, but I'm glad it does. This morning, I got triggered by the onslaught of daily challenges on Instagram. The grumpy contrarian in me was ready to do a complete takedown rant on how challenges are a waste of time. Creativity is not just an exercise. It's nutrition. It's fitness. It's everything. Drink your coffee and calm down. But as I explored these thoughts further, I started thinking about the different parts of my creative self and how they work together and against each other to get my work to work. Deep within the interaction of these different parts of ourselves lies the paradox at the core of creativity, the magic, the fun. Let's enter it, shall we? Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 651. I have a tendency to use words confidently and be so utterly wrong in the usage that it's both embarrassing and comical. So, before we start, I thought I would look up the word paradox, and the definition is this, a situation, person, or thing that combines contradictory features or qualities. Whew, that's exactly what I was thinking that meant. So, on to the episode. This morning, my grumpy contrarian was steering the ship. In between the face licks my pug was giving, I was looking at the onslaught of creative challenges on Instagram. (laughs) Must be nice to have challenges that work for you. What a waste of time. Just do what you want to do. How much further along would people be if they didn't do challenges? Now, I'm sure there were other things that I was thinking and feeling, but these were the phrases I remember uttering to my wife in between sips of my coffee. In her patient, wise manner, she wanted to understand what I was saying. But it doesn't really matter, because I eventually got to the root of what I was thinking about. It started something like this. Oof. What a grump. Fill up your mug, take a sip, and calm down, Chris. But quickly, I started thinking about the paradox that I am as a creative professional and how it's the interaction between different parts of my personality that create the magic of my work. And so, while I'm going to describe the parts of myself and how they work together or sometimes don't, my quote-unquote challenge to you is to see if this resonates with you and then do the work yourself to describe the parts of who you are and the interaction between them. So, the parts of my paradoxical self are this. First, the grumpy contrarian. Second, curious explorer. Third, hopeful encourager. Fourth, daydream believer. Fifth, iterative ideator. At first glance, this was a pretty fun list, and I would love to be just one of these, but that's not how it works for me. I am all of these parts in various degrees on any given day. And it's not a static measurement. It's dynamic, non-linear, and primarily based in the land of emotion. But as I look at this list in more detail, I start to see an exact picture, a precise one, of how my creativity works. So let's further define these different selves. The grumpy contrarian. This is the part of me that reacts and responds to inputs that annoy or frustrate me. 
It could be a tweet, a book, a film, a song, but generally it's short, it's small. It's a sentence or even a meme, and often it leads to some form of rant. The grumpy contrarian has been more dominant recently, as I've not been as focused on producing and releasing my own creative works. Interestingly enough, grumpy contrarian is a primary motivator for my own work, but not my clients. There is a sense of hopelessness in the root of my emotional state when grumpy contrarian is out to play. Curious Explorer This part of me loves to explore and wander all the nouns, people, places, and things. I'll wander the entire bookstore or library waiting for the call of a new book. It's new ideas, pursuits, projects. It is everything, and again, it is self-focused. But this one does tend to show up in my business more than Grumpy Contrarian. When curiosity drives the car, I'm more interactive, inquisitive, playful, searching for the story. There's a sense of play and hopefulness in the root of this emotional state. And now we come to Hopeful Encourager. First, let me say I'm learning that I lack self-compassion and firmly judge myself viciously. It's something I'm working on daily. When it comes to everyone else, though, I'm a hopeful encourager. I believe that we all have the capacity to fulfill our creative dreams. We have at our disposal everything we need from equipment and collaborators to networks and platforms. Everything is possible. It's just finding the way forward, which is possible. At the root of my outward emotional state, it's pretty obvious what it is. Hope, possibilities, momentum, encouragement. You've got this. You're awesome. Inwardly, though, I do feel a sense of sorrow. Why can't you believe this for yourself? Daydream Believer I love to daydream and begin to explore new ideas in my mind. As I walk the dog in the backyard waiting for him to do his business, I take a single idea or thought and explore it. There's an excitement that builds in that moment, but it's usually transitory and temporary. Sometimes it is enough to encourage actual work to commence, but other times it's just a moment lost in the sea of many others. Emotionally, there is an excitement present, but generally it's more about exploring the potential of an idea. And finally, iterative ideator. I love this part of my creative self, and it's most evident in this show. The iterative ideator is about discovering a creative process that takes some form of input and transforms it into an output over and over again. There are so many learning opportunities that occur in the production of this weekly show, more than if I was doing something else. All emotions are present in this self. They could be boredom, excitement, dread, hopefulness. It all depends. So as you describe the different parts of yourself, not only make the list, but take the time to define what they mean for you and the emotions involved. It was surprisingly insightful for me. But now the interesting part, the interaction between parts. It's hard to describe this theoretically, so I'm going to use an example of daily challenges to show the interaction, the emotions, the tension that exists between the different selves. 
When Grumpy Contrarian got a hold of daily challenges, he was like, this is stupid. We're all just wasting our time. There's got to be a better way to use our time. What if we just did the work we wanted to do? Grumpy Contrarian even started down the road of explaining creativity not as an exercise, but as the overall health of your body. It's about nutrition and fitness, not one or the other. And I was amazed at the energy at which Grumpy Contrarian works. But the interesting thing is, Grumpy Contrarian was ranting away. Curious Explorer got triggered by the phrase briefly uttered, there's got to be a better way. The main difference is that Curious Explorer was thinking about how creativity works for me and how challenges could be used. Curious Explorer connected an idea from the film Sound of Metal that I was watching yesterday. In the movie, the main character, Ruben, is learning how to be deaf, and he's living in a deaf community. His sponsor tells him his only job is to learn how to be deaf. But first, he is to go to a room and sit. If he can't sit, he needs to write until he can sit still again. The scene unfolds exactly as you would think. Ruben saying that this is stupid, followed by a montage of anger, eventually leading to feverish writing and ultimately acceptance. Now that is an interesting challenge. There is no tension between Grumpy Contrarian and Curious Explorer it's mainly call and response. Grumpy Contrarian gets triggered, Curious Explorer gets curious. But Hopeful Encourager gets involved because he wants to make sure that other people that might struggle with whatever Grumpy Contrarian and Curious Explorer are working on can connect to it too. Hopeful Encourager starts thinking about others and finding the hope buried in these thoughts and ideas. And this is primarily where tension exists between the inward focus and the outward expression, the self and others. As Hopeful Encourager is searching for the right way to communicate and express hope and encouragement, Daydream Believer is taking a single thought or idea and imagining it in existence. How are people responding to it? Is it an authentic representation of me? The interesting thing about Daydream Believer is that the effort spent can sometimes scare me away from actually doing the work. And that's interesting because that fear can then loop back to Grumpy Contrarian, Curious Explorer, and Hopeful Encourager just looping through these ideas but never doing anything with them. Enter Iterative Ideator. He's actively building creative processes. There's a clear project output a podcast, a film, a book, a blog post, a newsletter. And then it's through repetition that things get done and put out into the world. Iteration works extremely well for me. And yet the four other parts often will fight and say, that's not how it works. But the proof for me is in the pudding as the saying goes. The challenge is to work an idea enough so that it gets finished, so that the process can reset and learning can occur. The other four parts want to perfect first, then release. Iterative ideator wants to release and perfect through iteration. It's funny that while I initially said that the selves weren't linear, in some ways I do see them functioning in that way, especially as I presented them. But not everything starts and ends with the way the list is described. It might seem 
self-serving that I devote an entire episode to me and how my creativity works. But I hope that within this framework of describing myself, you will give yourself permission to do the same for you. Because when you define yourself as you actually are, not how others want you to be, you can then truly understand and create within your own paradox. It is a lot of work, though, and I guess that would be my daily challenge to you. Channel the work of Reuben in The Sound of Metal. Sit in a room until you can't sit any longer. Write feverishly to uncover the parts of your creative self until you can then sit still again, and then repeat, repeat, and repeat. What are you going to discover? Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life. <laughs>